We were talking about the court program and I went to watch the court. I think we only had one more session before everything got locked down. I watched the judge and the, the attorneys, the staffing, going through and talking about where the clients were at. They have the actual court session for one participant. Each person comes and sits next to the liaison and the judge asks questions about how they're doing. And the judge said, I heard that you had a milestone. And she said, yes. And she said, can you tell the court what that is? It was either three months or six months she had been sober. This woman had, I think she, it was since she was about 14 or 15 years old. She had a pretty tough life. The judge looked at her and said, I just want you to know how proud I am of you. And she stood up and clapped for her and the rest of the court did. It was a really moving thing to see someone who life has been pretty hard to have people in authority and power, with significant power over her life, stand up and applaud her and honor the work that it took for her to do that and recognizing that. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today is the Director of Marketing and Development of Bridgeways, Michael Campbell-Dannis, and the CEO, Andrea Duffield. Bridgeways' mission is to provide services that promote quality of life for individuals living with mental illness in a manner that facilitates growth, independence, and a sense of community. They carry out their mission every day through manufacturing social enterprise and an array of programs connecting adults living with mental illness to life-changing opportunities through employment, housing supports, and engagement with mental health and other supportive services. We are talking with Michael Campbell-Dannis, Director of Marketing and Development, and Andrea Duffield, who is the CEO of Bridgeways, which is bridgeways.org, if you want to find them on the web. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Larry. And tell us about Bridgeways. Bridgeways is a nonprofit based in Snohomish County. A lot of the work that we do is in Everett and then surrounding areas. And we're kind of an interesting and different nonprofit because we have two sides to the way we do things. Our first side is that we're an employment social enterprise. So what that means is that we operate a business for us. It's a contract manufacturing and assembly business. We do a lot in aerospace, companies like Boeing, are big supporters, but other companies that need assistance with different types of assembly, kitting, wire harness, that type of work. We have two manufacturing facilities and about 50% of our employees are what we call mission-based employees. A mission-based employee for us is someone who has experienced chronic underemployment or unemployment. And our mission is that we're working with people with mental health challenges. They've experienced these challenges in their employment because of other challenges in their life, which, as we know, is, is pretty prevalent in our society. We do that by creating a stigma-free environment. We try and be flexible on scheduling and really creating some place where people feel welcomed and a sense of belonging and acceptance. So we take the work that we do on our manufacturing side and we use that to help us along with we get different grant funding and private support 
for our social services side that we work with. And we kind of have a continuum of services. One of our primary areas is in case management. So we have case managers who are helping people in finding housing and finding employment. They work with them one-on-one, connecting them with employers or landlords, whichever the case may be, and trying to work through the barriers they have to either one of those. Employment may be with us, but they work with a whole lot more folks than we'd be able to hire. And so they do a lot of work in the community for finding places for people to be employed. In addition to that, we have a fairly robust court program that we do therapeutic courts. So we're involved in Marysville, Everett, and with the Tulalip Tribal Court. We work as the liaison in their mental health court programs. And then we also are involved in substance use disorder court for Everett and Marysville. So really the objective of these programs are for individuals. These are misdemeanor charges that they have. And if individuals choose to enroll in the program, we'll work with them for up to two years. They go through different phases of it, but it's really about providing wraparound support to make sure that they have what they need in order to be successful. We may be connecting them with a mental health counselor. We may be connecting them with an employer, with housing, with resources for medications. And it's a really nice partnership with the courts in these cities, the judges, the prosecutors, and the defense attorneys. And it's really trying to take a look at the justice system, bringing in more equity and saying, how best do we help people? And I think we all know that for a lot of folks, going to jail isn't the best way to help them and support is. So we're really proud of those programs. Have a couple more to tell you about. We have a homelessness outreach team that we have funding for. That team is going out and looking to work with folks who've been unsheltered, uh, typically in conditions that are not suitable for for human living spaces and folks that have that this has been a chronic issue with. And we're about creating relationships with those people and then trying to help them get the services that they need. It's a lot of our staff that's working in doing that. It's a lot of building trust and building relationships with those individuals, trying to create spaces for them where whether they need to go to treatment, whether they need emergency housing, whether they need medical care, Mercy Watch will come and join our team if someone needs medical care to go to them. So that's been a really successful program for us. And then our latest that we're really proud about is that we've opened up a clubhouse program in Marysville. Clubhouse is a term, it's programs that have been around for a long time. Sort of the best way I feel like I can explain it is that for mental health services, right, when people have mental health challenges, often unique treatment and often medication, but we know that that's often not enough for folks that these are long-term things that they're dealing with. Having a sense of community and having a sense of purpose is a really big deal. So our clubhouse program, individuals join and become members. By being a member, they are part of the term that's used as work order day. So there's a lunch meal that's served and the members are part of creating the menus, getting the groceries, making the food, cleaning up. There's the work that we need to do in the facility to maintain it and being a part of that. It's giving people a place to go, a sense of community, opportunities to be with other people, to have meaningful things to be doing. Certainly the goal is to help people if there are housing issues, if there are employment issues, if there are other services 
really to to try and wrap our hands around and be there to support them as best we can. Is the clubhouse, is that a drop-in or is that like you get referred to it? How does that work? Typically, it's through a referral. Individuals can contact us directly for it, but if they have a provider, they can be referred from a provider as well. This is a brand new program that we've launched. We've been open for less than a month, so you've got to build up having a membership there. So we've got, we're only open part-time now, but but working on building that to be able to to do more with that. So Michael, tell us what you want us to know about Bridgeway. One thing that I was thinking about as Andrea was speaking was we were founded in 1981. So we've been in the community serving this region for over 40 years. Bridgeways has looked very different throughout those 40 years, but the mission has remained the same. And our mission is uh, to provide services that promote quality of life for individuals living with a mental health concern in a manner that facilitates growth, independence, and a sense of community. When we're thinking about this mission, thinking about our programming, I think our intention as of late has really been to offer more comprehensive services. Uh, We understand that people's journey to living a better quality of life, you can access that greater quality of life through a myriad of of ways. And it's often, it takes a myriad of of ways to, to get that. So our intention is to offer things like the clubhouse program, things like employment services, like housing supports, and our court, courts programs in order to understand the wholeness of someone's experience with a mental health concern. So we're really excited about that. We're really looking to, to do that more and excited about being able to serve our community. It sounds like you have two, you have the nonprofit and then the profit side. When you say more comprehensive, do you mean like, say they come in through the clubhouse and then they get treatment and services, and then maybe they get a job and then get moved into that work facility. And maybe in the meantime, they've got some court things they got to deal with. So you get them into the court program. So it's sort of a fluid rather than going from here to there to there. It's one service that covers everything. Am I getting the gist of this? For some, for a lot of yeah. folks, that'll be individual things. So our employment social enterprise the manufacturing side is still all nonprofit because the proceeds from that are used for the services. So it's run as a, a typical manufacturing assembly facilities, but it is part of the whole of the nonprofit, just to be clear on that. There are some people who just need help with housing or just need help with employment. There are folks who are could be in the court program. But being having the clubhouse as part of what they're doing, becoming a part of that, may be something that will help them. So certainly we are cross-referring folks into different programs and different case managers. And a lot of what we're doing with sort of that case management and liaison side is trying to be a hub for people of resources. When I think about... I'm sitting at my computer in front of me and I'm warm and I have lots of resources. And if I were to try and look to find affordable housing, it is a big challenge to find that information from what there is available, what kind of conditions people have in order to rent to someone. Let's say I don't have my ID, even just that of navigating how I how I can get basic things like my identification that's a challenge for me sitting in an optimal situation. So for folks who are not in optimal situations, who may not have power, who may not have data, certainly through the pandemic, when things were closed down, we saw things being even more challenging where folks couldn't go to libraries and utilize things. So we're really looking to try and be someplace that we can help people navigate through all of those stumbling blocks and 
or always a work in progress and growing and trying to figure out how we can can do more and be better and, and provide more resources. It is a very a tough space to be working in, but it's not. It's tough to see the challenges that people have in our community. It's tough to hear the stories and and recognize how easy it is for people to get into challenging situations really quickly. For many, it's not by any of their own doing, you know, circumstances happen. And we talk about it being a little bit like falling into a big hole in a sand pit, right? It's real easy to fall down that and to slide down that. And it's really hard to climb back out. Our intention is to be able to give a hand up for someone to be able to get out of those situations because people really want that. People want a better life. I work with a lot of people in recovery and I hear really great things about the the court program because it helps people navigate. And I think what people forget about if they've never experienced a mental illness or addiction is they really don't understand what a barrier is. They don't think, oh, they can't get a job if they can't get a shower. They can't get anything if they don't have ID. How do we go about that? And to have a marked path and somebody that says, I know how to help you navigate this. It's like you said, it's a hand up. You're not doing it for them, but you're showing them, yes, there is a way. And that to me, what what it speaks of is hope. Somebody that maybe gets in trouble with the courts and now you've got this program that will walk them through, help them be accountable, learn what they need to do to get yeah. to the other side. And so I just think that's such a, a beautiful program. From a marketing standpoint, what is it you want people to know about Bridgeways, how they can find out more or get involved? The kind of easiest, quickest way is to go to bridgeways.org and you can hit the, the get involved tab at the top of the page. And then there's the, you can select donate here. So there's that. I think following us on, on social media is, is always great. Check out our YouTube. We have some stories. We have some videos about some of our programs and then some videos about some of our manufacturing. And that's youtube.com backslash at bridgeways. That's always a great way to get involved and visiting our website and engaging in that way is always great for us. What if somebody listening is in a situation where they know or are living with someone who's got these challenges? Do they just go to your webpage or do they need to get referred? How do they get involved? You can certainly reach out through our website. We have info at bridgeways.org. That's our general email. You can reach out through our website. We also have a chat bot feature on our website. So if you come to our website, it'll it'll pop up and, and you can engage with somebody probably I'd say a little bit quicker than the email. You can call us. Uh, certainly we're available and we're here to help. There are options for sure. So I always ask, what brought you to this work? I've been on Bridgeways for three years and joined right before the pandemic. So that was challenging time to go into something new. I was going to share a quick story about when I started. Yes, about why we go into the work. Certainly the idea of bringing people, bringing resources together and and creating things to create that bridge for people and not just have to be looking into this giant gorge, right, is a big part of it. But we were talking about the court program. And when I started, I on my second week, I went to watch the court. I think they only had one more session before everything got locked down. I watched the judge and the, the attorneys, the staffing going through and talking about where the clients were at. They have the actual court session for one participant. Each person comes and sits next to the liaison and the judge asks questions about how they're doing. And the judge said, 
I heard that you've had a milestone. The client kind of looked at the liaison and looked back and, and she said, yes. And she said, can you tell the court what that is? And I think it was, it was either three months or six months she had been sober. And the judge asked her and she said, and this was since when this woman had, I think she, it was since she was about 14 or 15 years old, she had a pretty tough life. The judge looked at her and said, I just want you to know how proud I am of you. And she stood up and clapped for her. And the rest of the court did. It was a really moving thing to see someone who life has been pretty hard to have people in authority and power with significant power over her life, stand up and applaud her and honor the work that it took for her to do that and recognizing that. And it can't tell the story without I get a little teary whenever I, I think about it. Because just that, the humanization of people with mental health challenges, of people who are experiencing homelessness is such an important part of what we need to do in solving these problems. Because until we can't see ourselves in each other, until we don't have that humanity with each other, it makes it really hard for us to see a path through. I've heard similar stories with some of my clients who have done really well with the court system. Then they go back to celebrate other people and the judges will acknowledge them as mm -hmm. they come back. And I think how awesome it is it because we kind of look at judges and we think, oh, big, scary. And to have them just really celebrating this community that's working so hard to yep. get it right is yep. Really beautiful. And what brings you to this work, Michael? I have a background in kind of creative nonprofit work. So I, I worked for an art nonprofit and a music nonprofit in Everett, Washington. And I enjoyed the marketing. I enjoyed that community. The through line through a lot of those nonprofits was that kind of grassroots kind of community action work. I was really motivated by that. I really enjoyed that work. Bringing me to Bridgeways, what brought me here, I have some uh, some family members, frankly, that have been justice involved and who have substance use disorder and, and, and things like that and mental health concerns for sure. This work really connected with me on that level. I remember lots of conversations I've had with family members trying to find solutions for those folks, those those individuals, and not really knowing where to go or what to do. And and that that sense of kind of helplessness where you you want to help that person but you don't don't quite know where to start and bridgeways in in so many ways offers that start that's a pretty powerful thing it was a pretty meaningful thing for me when i came to apply when i came on board with bridgeways do you have some statistics or successes you'd like to share in terms of programming and looking at successes that are seen when you look at the clubhouse program that we're just starting to be a part of so they're Clubhouses around the world, they put in numbers of over 100,000 people each year are reached through these clubhouse programs. Clubhouses, individuals who are members, uh, there's a 42% employment rate for clubhouses, which comes out at double the rate for people in the public mental health system. So by having that additional support, the cost of holistic services at a clubhouse program is typically costing about the same as a two-week psychiatric hospital stay for a year's worth of programming. There's significant reductions in incarcerations for individuals who are involved in clubhouses, fewer hospital stays for folks because there's they've got that support and that stability and that community that surrounds that. Other statistics that we're proud of our 
our court programs see close to a 90% decrease in recidivism for our clients who are involved in the program. All right, so by that, someone may have been arrested 10 times before, or we had 10 people in their arrest, and it's going down to a one. And you get folks with misdemeanor charges that will get it into the hundreds of arrests. The amount of resources that that takes to be processing people and, and potential for not good outcomes for those encounters, being able to decrease that for those individuals, it's, it's significant, that number. Wow, that's incredible. It's helping the person, but it's helping the community. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. The resources of what it takes to jail someone versus having them go into a program, what it takes the cost each time there's an arrest. You've got hours of time for someone to answer a call, to process an arrest, all of the paperwork that's involved that could be better used on, on other things to be working on helping our communities be healthy and happy and strong. I love that work you're doing. It's such good work and so needed, especially during this time. Can the public come see what you're doing? Yep, for sure. You can certainly go to our website and uh, schedule a tour. You could reach out at info at bridgeways.org. We had a, uh, a tour scheduler initially, but uh, that was not working as well as uh, just a direct email. So that, so you can certainly reach out at info at, at bridgeways.org and, and schedule a tour with us. You said that the work that we're doing, right, and the, the hard work that we're doing, I think it's really important to clarify the work that Michael and I are doing isn't the hard work. The hard mm-hmm. work are is the case managers and the court liaisons, mm-hmm. the outreach staff that we have. They are working with people each day and making a direct impact. And I'm very proud of what we do as a whole. What I do isn't hard. What they do is hard. And the people that are getting the services, when they're doing the work, that's hard work. Yep. Become those barriers. And we have a number of our employees uh, in our clinical services who are individuals with lived experience, who are doing outreach and case management experience services, have been in similar situations to the people they're working with. And that's also very meaningful for the clients, too, of someone that understands what they've gone through. Now that we're kind of coming out of COVID, what are you seeing as maybe different or a direction shift, or is there anything that you've really noticed? I would say through the pandemic, the awareness of the mental health challenges in our communities, the lack of resources, the lack of support, and the ongoing issues with affordable housing. Our legislators and our city officials, they are doing a lot to try and get more resources coming to support programs like ours. And they are doing everything they can to fund programs, to listen to members of the community, to listen to providers like us and other providers, whether it's building affordable housing, whether it's creating new housing, looking at ways to take away barriers to employment. Earlier this week, we had the privilege of going to the grand opening of a tiny house transitional housing village for Tulalip tribes. They've got, I think it was 24, 25 units there with supportive services there with full-time case management, community space. Having the money for them to be able to do that, for someone to have a place to go, is impactful. If we think about the importance of having a key 
and what that means to you. When you don't have a key to somewhere, to some place to go, there's really nothing else that's stable because you don't know where your things are, if you are safe, if your things will still be there, where you will sleep that night. Having a key is a critical part of the path to recovery for people to returning to being able to live their best lives. Was that Pallet Shelter that did that? Yeah. Thank you, Lori. We appreciate what you're doing to help us do what we're doing. You should always be able to deliver for your customers. Not meeting your deadlines or the standards you've come to expect because of your contract. As a business, you should always be able to deliver for your customers. Not meeting your deadlines or the standards you've come to expect because of your contract manufacturer is not something any company should have to deal with. At Bridgeways, we make sure that each and every one of our clients are taken care of from the minute we begin working with them. For 41 years, Bridgeways has offered flexibility and an attention to detail that our larger competitors cannot. We promise to work collaboratively with you to find the solution for your manufacturing needs, no matter how big or small. From small prototype or single piece runs to continuous production requirements, we specialize in quick turnaround times. With a 99% on-time delivery and a 99.74% quality rating, we're here to give you peace of mind. On top of that, we're an employment social enterprise, giving back to our community. Our mission is to provide services that promote quality of life for individuals living with a mental health concern in a manner that facilitates growth independence, and a sense of community. At Bridgeways, our customers are key partners in that mission. By working with us, you're helping to be a part of the solution that our communities need. Bridgeways, manufacturing with a purpose because mental health matters. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference.